Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I am Kim McLaughlin, your host. I help people when they're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, and overloaded, and it shows up in overeating. And man, this is the time where that is occurring. Today, we're talking about thriving over the holidays. We're going to talk about my personal path to thriving this holiday rather than feeling overwhelmed and stressed. We're going to learn some simple ways to increase thriving. And as always, you'll come away with at least one doable to get you started. Let's get started. It's not too late to get into my special program, Peace with Food Over the Holidays. This is a super supportive program to give you tools to help you move out of the struggle with food, overeating, and feeling really overwhelmed this holiday season. It's super affordable at only $29. This program is designed to give you tools, tips, and tricks to get out of overeating and get into peace with food. Check it out in the show notes below. Today, we're going to talk about a plan to thrive over the holiday. I was actually thinking of this talk and I was thinking about, you know, a plan to cope with the strategies, a plan to not have stress over the holidays, a plan to not have overwhelm over the holidays. And I realized that what really, if we're going to be affirmative, plan to thrive. I plan to thrive over this holiday season. And I just want to encourage you to embrace that idea that we can thrive over this holiday. Um, How can that start is first noticing the stress and overwhelm that's showing up for you. What is really going on? What are you thinking about? How are you feeling? Where are you feeling that stress and overwhelm? And then how is it showing up in your body? Is it showing up as uh, sickness? I got, I've been sick for weeks. Uh, You can hear it in my voice and I'm drinking hot lemon water. And I have a little lozenge in my mouth so that I don't start coughing. But um, I think the stress showed up for me as sickness And I'll talk about that a little bit more today about what I think that means. But how is that showing up for you? The stress overwhelm, is it in getting angry at people, feeling frustrated with people, saying you don't have enough time to do things, um, overstretched with having to do this and this and this and this and this? And, And how does that showing up? I uh, was listening to a podcast this morning and what they were talking about is that over the holidays, we think either we don't have enough time or we don't have enough money. And we tend to go, I can't afford that, or I don't have enough time. I can't, I don't, I can't, I don't. And this is uh, really um, off could putting it, it stops the conversation and there are limited resources for for most of us there's limited resource around resource around time how much time do you really have 24 hours in the day i cannot make time more i can't hack 
my way into having more than 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The other thing that we have limited resources on, most of us do, is money. We don't have an unlimited amount of money. And that can feel stressful because we might want to buy something or want to get something for somebody and think that we should, but there's that limited resource of money. So that stress might be showing up for you in not thinking you have enough time or not thinking you have enough money. And there are things to do about that. When you think you don't have enough time or don't have enough money, then kind of we have to reimagine what we're going to do. The other thing stress might be showing up and overwhelm might be showing up is others' expectations. Um, Others' expectations about what you should do and what you shouldn't do or where you should be or where you shouldn't be. Um, We've always done it this way. This is our tradition. You have to do that. You have to bring this. And it becomes these expectations that are really overwhelming and um, once again, leave us stuck because they might not resonate anymore for you. And they might be things that you want to move out of and that you want to do differently. And I just want to put that out there that others' expectations can cause you stress. And we'll talk later about what you might do with that. The other thing that might show up that causes stress and overwhelm is around food. How much food is going to be there? What kind of food? Is it food I'm going to binge on? Is it food that I'll overeat? Am I going to eat in secret? Those are those are scary things about food. And I just want to acknowledge that, that that can be really tough. The other thing that can show up is feeling scared about alcohol. I know some, some of you don't drink, um, are sober, or don't want to drink that much, or find that you drink too much over the holidays, or other people drink too much. And then bad behavior can happen. And people acting the fool when, or are you doing it yourself? Because drinking too much alcohol. And and that's just something to consider about what what is your, if that's causing you stress, then what might be a way to manage that over this holiday? Another thing that shows up that I've been thinking about is feeling bad about our bodies. I've had some one-on-one clients talk to me about how they feel bad in their body and how they don't like how they look and don't want to go to a party or don't like how their clothes fit. And they're afraid that others will notice them and their size and they might comment or disapprove of their size. And that can feel very off-putting and and just not, then not wanting to be a part of a conversation or part of a group. Uh, there's also this feeling of feeling uncomfortable in your own skin. That's been the other thing I, I've heard um, people talk about is really kind of wanting to unzip out of this skin that they don't feel comfortable in. And so being embodied and being fully present in your body can be really difficult. And so what do we do is we kind of dissociate while we're eating or dissociate while we're drinking. And then in the end, not feel good about ourselves because of our behavior or what we've put into our bodies. So if that's all showing up for you, you're in the right spot because we're going to talk about how to thrive. 
And one of the things I think of is first identifying what we just talked about is identifying what's causing that stress and overwhelm. That can be something you can do through journaling, through meditation, through really looking at what are the things that are really stressing me and, and, and really get clear on that. And then I want to think about how to thrive during this. And it becomes looking at what is this stress and overwhelm trying to tell you? What is the message in it? What is the message in it? Is it telling you that you should do something like it's interesting that over the Thanksgiving holiday, my family and I decided to take a trip. We decided not to do the same old Thanksgiving. Um, we've been doing it for years and years and nothing bad. Nobody did any, has done anything wrong. It's just we wanted to really change it up and have an adventure. So we traveled throughout California on an adventure and had uh, on Thanksgiving, we stopped in a grocery store in um, near Joshua Tree National Forest, and we got potato salad and um, what else? We had spare ribs because that's what they had in the store. I would have been fine if they had turkey and things, and we would have gotten that, but we didn't want to cook and we didn't want to do too much. And so it ended up being really so positive because it it took us well out of our comfort zone of what we always do. And it was really nice to do something different. And that's what happened for me is like this idea of what could we do differently was really for me a way of managing stress. So so we did some different things. And what's interesting to me is that then later on in, in thinking about thriving is my body got sick. My body, be, um, I got, oh, you can still hear it in my voice. But I coughed and I was really, really tired. And what I've learned over the past few years with COVID and during that COVID time is how much I've really enjoyed um, sleeping in and not having as many expectations. And through getting sick, it just reminded me that, okay, Kim, let's have less expectations and let's have less busyness. So it became a time, It this has become a holiday of a lot of rest. And I've actually really enjoyed it. And what I'd like to do is not have to get sick to rest. Like, I just want to rest. And that has been my goal is doing that. And for me, that is a way to manage the stress. It it came clear to me that that I have less expectations on myself if I'm resting. I actually have less expectations if I'm sick. So Hmm, maybe I could be well and not have these expectations on myself and just rest anyway. So think about what this stress and overwhelm is meaning to you and what is it trying to tell you? The other thing that I think of is for how to thrive over the holiday is how are you going to incorporate food? When we have food issues, food triggers, uh, food overwhelm, feeling uncomfortable in our bodies that creates this difficulty around food and should we or shouldn't we eat? What people have asked me, some of the questions people have asked me is, you know, how do I say no to sugary treats? How do I say no to foods that I shouldn't have? Should I buy things 
that are these special foods or should I not buy these things? Can I have trigger foods in my house? Man, those are big, big, big questions. And I wonder what those foods mean to you and and really going deep into what are the foods that are really fun foods and like I really enjoy them and I'd like to have them. Or what are the foods that I'm obsessing about and I'm overwhelmed with? And just really dig into journal and meditation are two good ways to really go, what is this about? And what are these trying to tell me? Also knowing that restriction makes us want it even more. We've talked about this a lot, about the idea of diet, binge, shame cycle. When we restrict is that idea of dieting and we shouldn't have it, we can't have it. What happens is, is then we end up having even more, we end up binging. And then we end up feeling shame and feeling bad about ourselves. And then the only thing we know how to do is to restrict again. It can be super freeing to allow yourself to have foods that you want. Hear that again. It's super freeing to allow you yourself to have foods that you want, most especially at this holiday time, because there's a lot of foods that are associated with love and warmth and caring. And they have this great positive, positive feeling in them. And they taste super yummy. It's There's nothing wrong with eating sugary treats or even overeating them. And I would challenge you that when you're overeating them, it's probably because you've denied yourself so much. And when we deny ourselves, we want it even more. And then when we feel low and upset and overwhelmed, we then go in and eat a heck of a lot of them. I talked before at Thanksgiving about um, overeating and that Thanksgiving, that holiday, that day is one meal, right? It's one meal. This is one holiday. It's not like you're going to do this for forever. Okay, so you overate on cake or sweets, whatever it is. Okay, let's move on. Let's, let's let that one go and not go through that diet binge shame cycle. Because when we then make ourselves bad and feel ashamed, make ourselves feel ashamed, we then, the only thing we know how to do is restrict, which leads us to binge again. There are fun foods that are holiday foods that will go away January 1. They will go away January 1. There won't be any more eggnog. There won't be any more things because it's the season's over with. So really wonder if it's something that maybe you can allow yourself to have. And what would that mean to you to allow yourself to have something that you really want? If it's a food that you really want, have it. So think about that and think about whether there's an opportunity to allow yourself to have something that you really want. Um, It's one day, it's one meal, it's one event, and then we move on. And then we move on and go, hmm, that was yummy. I'm glad I had that. Now I get to move on. This is a way of taking food out of that that center stage of um, feeling in battle, in battle with food. 
when we take out the struggle and take out the battle, it, it just becomes food. I, um, I do think that it's important that during this holiday that you not, um, under eat. We talked about this at Thanksgiving time, but it's the same at, at any holiday is that eat three meals a day. If that's what you normally eat, eat three meals a day. And then if you want something extra, have something extra. What we'll tend to do is to not eat, to save up the calories, to save up the macros, to save up for the meal later on in the day. And that's really the worst thing you can do. That's that's restricting. And what do we do when we restrict? We binge. So stop that. Allow yourself to eat foods. This was a huge win for me when I learned about intuitive eating and I learned about my body needs fuel throughout the day. Just because it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday doesn't mean I shouldn't eat, that I can't eat because my body needs the food. My body needs the energy. So let's eat food and then move on. And if you want to incorporate a treat into your food, incorporate a treat into your food. But don't not eat in order so you can eat whatever it is later on. That is that restriction, binge, shame cycle. Okay, so I I hope you can really um, um, think about that and really look at how that could work for you. Another thing you can do for thriving is set limits on yourself and others. It's funny. I thought a lot about myself and how I've been overwhelmed over the holidays. And a lot of times it's the the things I put on my own shoulders that I think I should do these things. A lot of times it was about um, going and buying lots of presents. In my family, when I was a kid, my mom would buy lots of presents. It would take a very long time to open all the presents because there were so many. She really bought, she gifted us with a lot. And I've found that that I have those same thoughts and I don't want to be that way where it's about having lots and lots of presents. It can be a well thought out present and then we move on. So I've had to set limits on myself around that. It's also I've set my limits around um, so that money and and how much I spend and how much I think there should be under the tree. The other thing is around food. And what I would do is I would bake a lot and I would bake it to give it away. I really wanted to show my nurturing through food. And when there's this time limit of only so many hours in a day, it would be hard to bake as much as I wanted to. So I would have these long lists of what I wanted to bake and I couldn't get to it all. Or I would end up doing it on Christmas Eve where everybody's sitting around and there I am baking furiously. Nobody expected it. I expected it. And then the other thing I would do is on Christmas morning, after we're done with the presents, before we go to our family's house, um, I would be baking some more because I didn't get it all done or I would wake up early to do it. Um, these were expectations I put on myself and I have really worked a lot to not have those expectations of, of I, of thinking I have unlimited time because I don't have unlimited time. So that um, is one thing I've been thinking about this year is 
is doing some baking, but doing it very strategically and only a certain amount can be done because I have a limited amount of time. The other thing is expectations around other people, expectations around family members and what they expect of you. And really thinking about where are your no's? Where do you need to say no? No, that's not something I'm going to do. No, I think it's often a time of more no's than yeses. More times saying no. Um, There have been things this year that I've said no to that I normally say yes to. And it's felt really good. I've had to really talk to myself about it's okay to say no and to not do this normal tradition the way we've always done it because it overwhelms me and I don't want to do it. Um, and, And so then I imagine doing it in a different way that's less stressful with less time spent on it. And that's been a win for me is saying no to these expectations of what we always do. And that's been really good. So setting limits on others, but more importantly, setting limits on myself about what I really can and can't do. Okay. When you're doing all of this, there is this piece that can happen for you around the holidays. And there's this opportunity to thrive, right? So what does that mean for you? Focus on you. What is it you want? What is it you want to connect with? What do you want to have happen? And really breathe into it. Breathe into what is it? What is right for me? That's been something I've been thinking about this holiday in terms of rest and activities. Um, I've been very limited in activities, commitment to activities. Because I don't want to do more than than a little bit. And that is how I'm going to thrive. Because there are other things that I want to do. I want to have more rest and more peace. More time. For me, it's like I love the time in front of the tree with the lights on. With the Christmas lights on. I love it. I love sitting there. I love reading. I love journaling with those lights on. Those are, they give me such joy. And that for me is what I really want to have. That's what I really want to be more of is that rest and that quiet and being in the light. Those little twinkly lights, I love them. That's mine. That's me. So think about that for you is how do you focus on yourself and and really what you need. Um, What coping strategies do you need to use? Thriving strategies, right? What thriving strategies do you need? Is there a place you need to say no? Is there a place you need to say yes? Um, Do you want to say no alcohol at the function this time? Do you want to say um, we get uh, we get to do these fun things? What are your coping strategies so you can thrive? This is personal. I like to do this also with my family about what is it they want to do? What are their strategies that they need? How can we work together um, to make sure that our needs are being met? It's not a way of being, it's not about being codependent. It's more about being um, thoughtful and making sure that everybody can have some needs met. And then lastly, one of the big things for me is that idea of the reason for the season. What do you want to be, do have? 
after this holiday? What do you want to come away with? I think about peace, light, love, feeling centered, feeling connected. Those are things for me. Um, I, I told you, like, a lot of it's just um, rest and being in the light. Those are really important to me this holiday. So how am I going to make that happen? Turn off the TV, sit in front of the the Christmas lights. That's That to me is important. So what do you want to be, do, have? after the holiday and really focus on then on making that happen. A lot of times we go into the holidays, very unconscious. We think we have unlimited time, unlimited money, and that's just not true. So what is it you want to come away with? And it is not necessarily about anything religious or spiritual. It's just kind of what do you want to be? Do you have within yourself and do that? Do more of that. I think if there's more of a focus on how do we thrive over this holiday, there's so much more of a win we're all going to have because everybody's going to feel light and airy and love and enthusiastic. And when we feel that way, food's less of an issue, you guys. Food's less of an issue. When we have those emotions taken care of, feeling peaceful, feeling light, feeling joy, love, centered. When we have those, we don't need food. As we Food just doesn't become as much of an issue. Overeating doesn't come as much of an issue because we're so centered within ourselves. So I really hope for you peace, love, and light over this holiday. I really want for you thriving. And I look forward to talking to you guys again. This has been really uh, a joy to talk about thriving over this holiday. And I encourage you to um, go on uh, Facebook in my Facebook group um, and share what you're going to do. Find me on Instagram, Feed Your Soul Unlimited. And let me know what you're going to do because I really want to know what's going on and what you're going to do to thrive this holiday. Bye, you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us.